Going to a, a different one, uh, the the for the food portion of the FDA, um, it's actually because of the amount of regulations that occur due to food. Which again, we always think if it wasn't for the FDA, we'd all be eating dirt, dirt and chairs. chairs. Um, it's got to be a slogan somewhere. We got to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. So watch for our next store. T-shirt we wear. T-shirt. If it wasn't for <laughs> if it wasn't for the government, we'd all be eating dirt, dirt and, and chairs. chairs. Um, it, it, so you have regulations put in place, uh, for food. Well, again, you have, you have already different <coughs> standards that are in place, like, um, uh, uh, d- different accounting, um, procedures, um, ISO 9000, 9001, whatever it, uh, it is now. There are, there are already private, um, uh, standards that you can say, like, um, here, uh, Bronson Hospital. Mm-hmm. Is, I swear th- they have one person whose job it is just to find whatever award that they can find for the best hospital for whatever it is because like, they we want, have this yeah th- th- they they have like high marks a pluses ones whatever whatever the best marks are um, for hospitals um, and it's for it could be something for like the best hospital food is this regulate or this you know private um, standard or like the the the, the temperature controlled room or whatever it might be it always seems like they have just a ton mm-hmm. um so you you have already private standards that be in place and you're like oh i don't want a hospital that butchers me how am i going to distinguish between these two private hospitals without any government regulations oh well here's one that's proud of all these different types of regulations and i know uh um company uh xyz is is really you know they're they're just you know the hardest company to get a a, a good uh, uh, um, a standard by a stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Oh, this hospital over here has that stamp. Ooh, that name associated with that hospital is going to drive my traffic there a lot more. Yeah, and I'm in competition with a lower quality. So there you have probably a lower price lower quality or a better price better quality oh heaven, heaven forbid that that limited resources like healthcare is divvied up yeah um but you have for food you have this 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 the same process except you have the government coming in hurting smaller businesses so um uh the the way um like uh different uh crops here are regulated in michigan tend to have just varying different degrees of of um, regulation to it, depending on what it is. So you, you have sweeping legislation made on like uh, blueberry production. Yeah. Well, th- there are ways to ship blueberries, and uh, there's a, a place here in Michigan that actually patented uh, the one of the best uh, means for freezing blueberries. Um, so there's there's regulations that that how food's preserved, how it's transported, how it's kept. Um, and and all that is is regulated by by the government. And so when it comes to chickens, in in the United States, it's easier and cheaper for the slaughter of chickens to happen here. Chickens are frozen, dead. They're shipped over whole to China. 
China renders everything out and cuts them up and processes yeah. them, freezes them again, ships them back over the ocean twice <laughs> to come back here because of the amount of regulation that it's just it's a headache for people to do. Now, if you have you know uh, um, you know Farmer John who's you know wanting to sell his his chickens for um, for the farmers market, he's got to abide by the same regulations that. Uh, KFC uh, uh, chicken processing does. Well, KFC has the ability to say, oh, well, I can take an entire boat full of our chickens and yeah. send them over to China or um, take a hit for the whatever the, 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 the cost is for violating these things. And, and that's what I never understand, too, is like the, uh, the there, there's a violation of uh, EPA guidelines or FDA um, guidelines. Uh, you got to pay $10,000. Where's that money go? And it's, it doesn't yeah. go to like improving the safety of whatever that is. It just goes back into the federal government for whatever. For, it yeah, means. whatever they fi- yeah. decide to use. It. That was uh, the chicken thing. It's funny. I was I watched another documentary. I watch a lot of documentaries. Um, How dare you? Yeah, I know. I like to watch informative television. Yeah. But uh, in the Walking they had... Dead documentary, I found that yeah. uh, <laughs> it's best to separate the head from the body. Yeah. Um, so you you take like these big giant corporations and their chickens and most of the time it's just in this you know shotgun style building and you you have thousands of them and they're crammed in there they even showed like this one uh farmer was going through and picking out the dead ones each day because they just it's just a known thing they're going to die and then they had this guy that was kind of doing free range on his own land and uh and he would butcher and like chop up in like the open air because he had like this covered area um but it wasn't in a barn and um where he would butcher his his animals and everything like that and then chop them up and get them ready for market because they'd take them to the they started out taking the farmer's market but then more and more people heard about like his better better chickens and people were coming from miles around buying that stuff and then uh the government comes in and tells him and like shuts him down tells him he can't do that with his chickens he's got to do it in a closed kind of confined area you know for butchering them he can keep them free range and everything but uh um and he challenged them and he he had a test done himself he had a test to see how much germs are in where he works and on his chickens from what his process does and then tested um against you know the big corporations and how they do it and the farmers work for them to do it and um, I don't know how many parts per million or whatever they decided, but he was like way more clean than the the, the government regulated ones were. Mm-hmm. So he's doing it on his own, just happens to be doing it his own way, and he's already a higher standard than what the government says. But they yeah. tried to shut him down until he fought back like that, and it's it's just ridiculous that you go and you show the government regulated one is is not working. It's terrible. You're you're eating actually. Food with more germs on it and, and, and more likely to have bacteria on it than this guy, Farmer John, who just decides, eh, well, I don't feel like building a barn. I'm just going to go underneath this covered area and and keep it clean myself mm-hmm. and chop up my chickens before I take them off to the market. Yeah. Um, like Mike Rowe has, uh, I think uh, it was a TED Talk where he was talking about uh, Las Vegas pig farm where they castrate in the pigs or the sheep. It was the sheep. Okay. And it was like, well, you know, <laughs> here's how you do it. You put your teeth on it and you clip it off and uh, the, the little bit of blood and the lamb goes on prancing around his way. 
Uh, and he's like, well, no, I, 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 w- I want to do it legally. So it's like, well, okay, here, take this rubber band, put it around it. And in you know, two to three weeks, it'll fall off. But then the animal's pained and slow. Excruciating slowed. pain. Yeah. That's, that's so, me pain the whole, yeah. for two to three weeks. And so here you have... It, why is that? Well, because it slows down whatever the whatever whatever the means for, for, for the reason for doing that. I'm not really exactly sure. Yeah, why I'm why sure does the government care about how an animal sure is castrated? Done. I'm sure it's it's done for a purpose, but uh, you know it's to slow down the, the the people that have a smaller flock that needs to needs to do that quicker. Well, then you have the big corporations that can you know wait because they yeah. have a larger amount to, you know this to go guy over here's got a thousand sheep and he doesn't care about waiting two three weeks but this guy's got 30 sheep yeah and he needs to you know snip snip yeah so uh, again arbitrary numbers it's not always best practice uh and even if if when it is like raw milk it's illegal for yeah. you to it's to delicious sell raw milk no one sold it to me though yeah, no one sold it yeah i went to the milk I went to the cow. <laughs> yeah. I got it myself. <laughs> the cover of night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I hope you asked for consent. No, I did. You got it in writing. Yeah. Yeah. The farmer allowed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, then you have, you know, the, the, the statistics come out like, oh, you know, you're not homogenizing. You're not pasteurizing. You're not doing, you're not irradiating milk. Yeah. You're not removing, you know, these suspected. You're you not know, removing the good stuff like we want you to. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay for you to drink breast milk as a child. But yeah. that that's, I mean, that's. Well, and it's crazy because it's like, I mean, it obviously, raw milk can't be that bad for you because they're just making the sale of it illegal. I mean, you know, Farmer Joe can sit there and drink it all he wants because that's, he gets it from his cows and he doesn't feel like doing that. But Unless the government comes in and. And, and is like, no, now it's, now it's illegal to even drink it. But yeah. I mean, I drank it and guess what? still alive although you were sick so you know Ooh, maybe that was my no after after a year and a half of drinking a year (laughs) a year and a half later i got sick once for a week of a sinus thing yeah Uh, i'll take that side effect (laughs) every year and a half i have a like a little sinus you gotta get it out of you system flaw well you know there you go well and and uh we talked about the food pyramid a lot but Look at again uh, to to put more traffic that Joe Rogan needs from our th- three listeners. Uh, Jerry, when Joe Rogan has people on that talk about different types of um, diets and exercises and um, uh, food eating regimens, mm-hmm. and how there are s- certain people that oh well you know if you're wanting to do this this is how you should eat or you know how, how did how did keto come about? Keto came about as a as a uh, um, uh, treatment for um, for uh, was it uh, blind not blind um, it was uh, it helps diabetes oh uh, seizures people with seizures oh, okay. you know blind people people with seizures same exact thing yeah same exact thing same. yeah um, but then it was found to, to be beneficial for um, people with diabetes but you you can't you can't talk about this stuff in the way of like oh well you know it it has potential to help with this but you can't you can't do studies to to say, well, you know, is there a way to cure this through through nutrition? Well, again, who's going to do those studies? Mm-hmm. Because there's no incentives from large corporations to put all, uh, R on it. But then you might have people that say, well, you know, in my um, 40 years of of uh, counseling people on on keto, this is the way to do it, and I found that in my sample size of 
10,000 people who had type 2 diabetes that they were able uh, that 80% of them were able to go off their yeah. um, their their medication with doctor supervision let i mean that would be a huge I mean, that would be a huge number but there's no there's such a process for undoing all the regulation for you to even make that claim. Well, yeah, and the you know and limiting your free speech. The 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 big drug drug companies then are going to come in and be like, well, no, it's not just a diet. You need to take our pills too, because <laughs> yeah. if you could just eradicate so many things and so many diseases by just changing a diet, then the you know the D part of the FDA would <laughs> would crumble because you know. Companies would never, you know, big big drug companies would go out of business because it's like, oh wait, I don't need this pill. I could just eat broccoli. Not saying that works for anything, and just yeah. an example. Or I don't know. or government schools where in gym class they tell you, oh, you won't be fat if you run and exercise like this. But you know, again, I've I've always said that I can run a five miler, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, burn off three hundred calories. I come inside, I eat an entire normal Snickers bar, and yeah. I've just negated. My run. Yeah, we were just talking about this the other day. Why don't schools uh, teach anything about better eating health? Like home ec. I mean, that class just taught you how to like cook things, and we made cookies and stuff. Yeah. Like, why didn't it teach us like how to make real meals? Yeah, or how how to how to read things, or <coughs> what, what exactly? Uh, what are, the, are those? Are those what photo do things need, mean on the back of photo the nutrition or photo nesensitate or yeah. words that you can't pronounce? It's like, well, where, where do you how do you determine what natural fla- flavors are? Is that yeah. are those are those good things? What's yellow I use, na- I use natural flavors yeah. in this product. Yeah. What's a natural flavor? <laughs> it's a blueberry. Yeah. Does, it, did it, you oh, squeeze you, you, a blueberry into it, or did you like <laughs> mix, gen- yeah mix this chemical with this chemical, and it kind and of then, smells and then like it's, blueberry? You, you naturally mix these chemicals, or you just squeeze the blueberry yeah. in there. What or, did you do? How, how much juice is actually apple, and the rest yeah. is this artificial? Or how much in? juice is even in juice? Yeah. One percent well, juice. Not only that, but we have juicy juice, which is a hundred percent juice, and you know it because they said juice twice. Yeah, juicy <laughs> juice. <laughs> it's uh, extra juicy. Let's talk about one more topic. Right. Uh, so this will definitely be uh, two episodes. So yeah, you're probably into, listening to the. We're second getting into J R E times yeah. now. But uh, th- well, this is what happens when you bring libertarian people not over Skype. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about minimum wage. Matt, Oof. what is the problem with minimum wage? Why do you hate? Poor people, and why don't you want them to be rich by having the government force companies to pay them fifteen dollars, twenty dollars? This is In why fact, I hate. I, I'm going to go on record. I'm going to go on record and say we need companies to spend a hundred dollars an hour in yep. order to to help poor people. That's a living wage. That that's a, why it's, not it's pay a living, living wage, wage in California? Yeah, why not pay them a living wage? Why can't we pay them a hundred? Okay, here's why minimum wage needs to not be so high first of all is you're you're taking people who have minimum wage take that first word minimum you have like almost no experience minimum experience you 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 know you're a 17 year old looking for a part-time job uh and you go to mcdonald's and you can easily be trained to be a burger flipper there or whatever you do I, i never worked at mcdonald's i don't know what they do i just eat the food sometimes and i shouldn't um but uh you know that's minimum, you know, our, so you have no experience. Hey, fast forward, you know, five years later, you've got quite a bit of experience. You can get paid a higher wage. So you don't have to work for the 950 anymore. Like 
You yeah. can get a higher wage. You've it's, developed skills. You've developed skills over time. You're worth more. Interact with customers. So you started at that minimum wage. And, I mean, you could even take, like, a, you know, someone just out of college. Uh, I was talking about this the other day. You take the, the 18-year-old just out of high school, hasn't had a job yet because, let's say, they were playing sports and whatever. So they get a job at McDonald's. And then you get the college student who <clears throat> wasted so much money on a degree and hasn't been able to use it. Uh, and they're just the looking for a job. students. Yeah, they're just looking for a job. So they take that. They go for that same exact job in McDonald's, and like, so the eighteen-year-old has no experience. They should get started minimum wage. But you pull somebody from college. Yeah, they haven't been in the working force, let's say at all, because let's say you know they just got a free ride or their parents were able to pay for it. You know, they're privileged like that. Um, <laughs> so they're only white people, is what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, you know, and they go through that and. And they ha- already have more, they don't have ex- job experience, but they have more life experience and they have m- m- hopefully better critical thinking and things like that. So they can start out higher. Like it's, it, it's just crazy to think you pay somebody $15 in like Kalamazoo here. $15 is a pretty good wage. That's really good. That's, yeah. that's not what minimal should be. You're, you're so by telling me $15, like I, then, then somebody who has a college degree should instantly make, I don't know what, 40, something like that. Cause if you're, you have minimal skill, you're, you're like a, a someone who's never had a job before that, that should be the people that get the minimum wage. And what you're telling me someone who's never worked before deserves $15 an hour. So, and it's just going to make, it's it's going to inflate prices on everything. I don't think that's the biggest thing. I don't think people understand. It's like, let's make fifteen dollars. Is is ne- inflation yeah. is the, uh, another tax because yeah. it's done by the government. Yeah, and they decide how much. Inf- but yeah. fifteen dollars, okay. The mom and pop store, or any store, Mick, Meyer, okay. They're a big store. They can afford to have cheap mm-hmm. prices. But all of a sudden, they have to hire a bunch of people in at fifteen dollars an hour, or use robots. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully at that point they would just use robots because fifteen dollars an hour is ridiculous. Uh, but if they if they can't use robots, let's say because they don't they don't want to pay for them or they they think they're going to rise up and take over the world, which they are. Um, they you know they have to pay everyone there at least fifteen dollars an hour, um, and then the people with experience should be making more than that because you can't just you can't just you can't just tell somebody with 10 years experience like sorry i got to start you off at $15 because i can't afford it yeah so you're either not going to have enough workers you're going to have inexperienced workers and that gallon of milk that cost you 250 is now going to cost you 3 4 5 dollars because the the company is now using that much more money to pay for all their employees like yeah, it, it devalues the position that you're right. Someone who's <coughs> got 10 years in there. And you know all these companies that, you know, somebody makes $3 over minimum wage now. Let's say well, minimum well, wage shoots up. You're, you're telling me that there are people that th- there's not a majority of people that get paid minimum wage? Yeah. Well, I thought corporations were evil and they're greedy and all they care about is their bottom line. Yeah. So you're telling me that th- there's there's there are companies that don't pay people the minimum wage on, on average? Yes. Oh, man. Wonder why? How is that? Because they want to attract better working people. What? People will actually work harder for more money a lot of times. Hmm. How do you incentivize somebody in a job? Oh, well, you you have. You give them a pat on the back. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) No, you you give give them more money. Give them Disney bucks. Yeah. You you, uh, you tell them, hey, uh, I I validate you today. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, a pat on the back's nice sometimes. Sure. It's good to know your value. When I do that but, one good thing, one yeah. what, good job really well. Or, yeah, you know. but it's it's it, the way that I would love to be incentivized and rewarded in a job is like, hey, Matt, you did a good job. We're going to give you a raise or, or, you know, just like that. Or we'd really like to make everyone happier. Let's have an employee, you know, happy day. No, I'd rather have like a bonus. Yeah. Or, you know, take what you would have spent on this this party. Give me a 20 cent raise. Yeah, give me give me 10 cent raise, yeah. you know. Rather than this one Rather party than this one, one party that, you know. Where I'm going to go to a food coma and yeah. forget about it in a week. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Well, yeah. if you're raising my rate of pay 10 cents every every paycheck, then yeah. oh well, you know, better than spit in the eye. Yeah. Um yeah, it, well, it keeps people <coughs> with limited skills as a barrier for entry. And, um, you know, we we hear all the time about the left and, and, and different communities saying, oh, well, this is a marginalized population. This is a marginalized community right here. Well, that that's a way to marginalize them further is increase the barrier of entry because, you know, okay, um, a, 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 a burger slinger, someone who's just on the line making burgers all day. I, if I'm a good business person like McDonald's is, I've I've... I've figured out the value of everyone's work, so I know what to pay f- for them. Now, again, people who are really good at slinging those burgers down the line, yeah, uh, they've increased their productivity or they've um, l- limited how many mistakes they've made, so mm-hmm. uh, it's it's kept uh, uh, overages low. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to give that person specifically. Yeah. I'm rewarding that person for their good behavior as an employee. Um, but I've come to notice that uh, at the very beginning, a person who's a, a, a burger flipper, a slinger, um, that person's uh, job is only worth $10 an hour uh, with all things considered. Yeah. I'm, I've now priced out all those people who have zero skills, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to pull the old person that was like, well, I'm, I'm retired. I don't have a family in the house. Um, I was used to making, um, you know, uh, 40 bucks an hour at my old job, but I'm retired now. Uh, I used to work at uh, McDonald's and now I'm, I'm I want an, another job. Mm-hmm. Or am I going to hire the kid who has zero experience? Well, I've, I've just priced that person because I have to pay someone 15. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to utilize that person with at least experience so I can say, well, that position is still not worth 15 because the government's forcing me to. Yeah. And, I, and if I need to hire somebody, which I probably won't hire someone if five bucks more per hour is, is yeah. over what the, the rate of pay is. using all your profits I'm, to I'm, invest in robots. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to further marginalize a marginalized community. Yeah. And, and we, we, we see that even today when, when, when um, throughout the country. Right now, as far as 2008, um, the, the jobs for young people are diminishing for those entry level ones, and they're being taken by the co- the college graduate yeah. or the, the older folk who who have to stay in yeah. in, in work longer because they're living longer, and uh, there's there's no requirement for Social Security to increase with age either. Yeah, it, it's 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 just ridiculous. Like fifteen dollars an hour, I can understand if you wanted to make that in a big city like that. And, and but, maybe, but but because but even you, have, you, a, you have, have a big city, so you have a bigger population, and that's yeah. what what a federal mandated or even a state mandated, like uh, uh, well, for us, it's no longer Detroit. Uh, uh, Royal Oak has a higher standard yeah. of living than Kalamazoo, Michigan, by, by a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, so paying somebody in Royal Oak a different wage makes sense because you you have a larger population, you have a more expensive population. Yeah. So you have a community that you can charge a, a buck fifty for a hamburger rather than a dollar. Yeah. And so you're you're able to utilize more of that capital for. Uh, uh, capital goods purchases or uh, employees, and and people always think like, oh, you know, uh, employee um, <coughs> uh, payments. They're you know, twenty, thirty, forty percent. No, most most employee. Uh, your your biggest factor when running the business is how much you're paying employees, and it's something like seventy to ninety percent. That's a big. That, that's why the whole. Um, paying women seventy-seven cents on a dollar. I, I think we mentioned this last episode. Yeah, does doesn't make sense because if I'm able to save thirty percent of my my overhead, I would hire all women. Up, women would be what I hire. I would have unless if, if, if I'm a huge, huge misogynist, sexist. Yeah. and even then you're you're just dumb. Because if you're that misogynist to to, yeah. to so, not think about saving thirty percent, thirty percent is a lot. It's like think about if you owned. A huge like think about if you ran Amazon, richest man in the world. What J- Jeff Bezos? Mm-hmm. His first name? Yeah. He. I mean, if he, if if women are really making seventy cents on every man's dollar, then if he were smart, he would increase his worth substantially. If I, he I, just fired all the men yeah. and hired only women, a full woman workforce, thirty percent. Of his, he would gain an extra thirty percent. Well, and maybe we can stop the disparity between male to female <coughs> deaths in the workplace, <coughs> where men are ninety percent more likely to die in the workplace. I say equal representation there, Matt. Yeah. We need more deaths at work for women in yeah. the workplace. We need more women as iron workers. <laughs> yeah, or garbage collectors, or miners, or fishermen, or uh, people who lift heavy things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> we we. We were uh, in an elevator uh, with with a, a, a person and her <laughs> husband. They were intoxicated, and uh, they were joking like, "Oh, you know, this guy's gonna hit you." And she's like, "Oh, you would never hit me, would you?" I was like, "Hey, we're all created equal now." So offended, yeah. So offended by that comment, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I am, I'm, I'm clearly the better feminist here out of, out yeah. of the, me and her. So she got offended yeah. that you would hit her, but if yeah. women are really feminists and they want to be equal i mean yeah and 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 women taking if let's say it's true 77 cents on a dollar women are stupid then women shouldn't be in the workforce if they're allowing for their labor to be produced at at a 30 percent decrease if you you have the same exact education same exact experience skills everything and you're in the same exact job and you're allowing your the work the the, the government or not the government the uh, the person you're working for mm-hmm. to pay you 30, 30 cents less then you're just dumb yeah you ask need for to a ask for a raise ask you need for to, a raise you need to find another job yeah and if if you know that if you if you know you're being paid less than a male counterpart you you first have to determine is there a shortage in your work. Because that's that's a thing that people don't understand. Um, uh, there there are people that I know that, who are in a job, uh, a, a, a woman, a, a man was hired, and she found out that she was he was getting paid as as a person no experience, uh, but an education in a good good job, uh, to to come in at a larger pay than her. First of all. Knowing that information, go go to your employer. Say, hey, mm-hmm. I've been here for so many years. Uh, I have more experience than this person. I know what they're making. Uh, wh- why is this the case? Yeah. But at the same time, 
if if your job requires eight of you and there are only six of you, there's an incentivization to hire people away from competition as, as labor uh, to, to bring them in to fill up the eight spots needed. Yeah. And so if, if you need – if you're competing because you're not a monopoly, unlike the government, yeah. you're competing with different – Grocery stores, hospitals, uh, manufacturers, P- pick your pick your thing. You're in competition with bagel so shops. yeah, so many things. If you make a better bagel, or if you know remote, if you went to bagel school and <laughs> you have no experience, but you have the choice between three three bagel companies, and it's like, well, you know, they're nice, they have nice facilities, but this one's going to pay me two bucks an hour more to start with zero experience. Yeah, I'm going I'm there. Going there. And so if if you aren't asking for a raise. On top of that, and you don't get it. That uh, that might be the case. That might be the case. Well, we need to put it into recruitment because uh, things like nursing is always at a, as, at a low. Like there's uh, yeah. uh, uh, always a, a shortage of nurses that we hear about. Well, why do you think when that was announced when we were in college, uh, at least when I was in college, when when you were uh, over overseas having fun in yeah. Japan and South Korea? Yeah. Uh, h- how how come? We saw a, a greater increase in the number of applicants for nursing. Well, that's the re- that's the yeah, reason. Because there was a shortage. So, uh, minimum wage. Then also this this whole like fight for fifteen. Um, I found this news article on Seattle Times, which uh, you know oh, is, is such a conservative rag. Uh, <laughs> Seattle, which actually has a socialist uh, on on their county board. That's that's um, pushed for this whole like fifteen dollars an hour, uh, paid time off, uh, holiday pay, um, uh, maternity pay, all, all all the bells and whistles for it. Um, they've cut out uh, 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 an exemption for unions that the unions asked for. So the unions said that um, they they don't want to have their workers that they represent to be. Uh, starting out at 15 an hour. Why? Because then they can lower the rate of pay for the, the people that they're bringing in by saying, hey, uh, you have to be a union person to work for this company, this manufacturing company, and we're paying them 12. So you're uh, saving three. There's your there's your 70 cents on a dollar yeah. person. Uh, we're, we're giving you three bucks off. <laughs> and uh, yep, uh, that, that person's got to be unionized. So what does that do? Well, that creates a desire for companies to hire unions or bring unions in to unionize because they're they're saving that they, they don't have to follow the fifteen an hour. Yeah. So especially if you're a small company that has a potential for growth, mm-hmm. well, depending on how desperate you are for labor, you're making deals probably uh, with not quick uh, turnarounds. So you're not making like two year deals on contracts or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so you're able to. Uh, 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 you're you're agreeing to maybe longer term contracts, and if you blow up uh, b- between then and the end of the contract, well, you've just unionized your entire company. And if the contract expires, or um, you know you want to get away from it, well, then fortunately unions, for some odd reason, just have this same ability that the government has, which is to use force to stop people from yeah. from uh, you know uh, taking. Taking jobs, and that's that's what we have here in Michigan too. The reason why you didn't have non-union people going and you know, taking over the loaders for uh, when the work stoppage happened because of um, because of, for, for the roads, it's because the the union has has knocked out all competition for people who aren't u- in in a union 
to utilize those, those type of machines. Mm-hmm. So that's what you have here is you have the ability. F- so, like, why would the union do that? Well, dues, the the the, the uh, United Auto Workers Union. So who do they represent? Well, it's not just Ford. It's, you know, the United Workers yeah. uh, for, for auto workers. So if you have... Uh, Tesla popping up and you can get uh, a union in there, but you're saying, hey, if you unionize Tesla, you get to pay your workers less because you're not needing to follow a minimum wage standard uh, if you unionize. So, yeah. boom, you've just included 3,000, let's say 3,000 people work at Tesla. Yeah. 3,000 auto workers um, for Tesla and you have a contract for 10 years. That is guaranteed income for you so long as the Tesla doesn't shut down. Yeah. So there's an incentivization for the union who has control and power. And again, that 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 revolving door of union people going to the government, the government going back to unions, being on boards, and um, you 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 have this, you know, here here's why is no one talking about this? Well, yeah. you know, it's because it's you know a, a left desire to to have 15 but it's also left desire to have unions and so you can't say anything bad about it mm-hmm. so so how dare you say something bad about that yes how, how dare i say that i want to be able to represent myself if i choose and if i so choose to uh collectively um negotiate contracts which is perfectly fine i'm okay with uh, unions would be would be perfectly fine with me is as long as um, there was an ability to opt out, especially afterwards, and they didn't uh, have to result in violence if uh, if I wanted to hire non-union people. Yeah. But it's all about the contracts that you sign, which, again, is what? Private property. Mm-hmm. And so you would have the ability to then say, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a more free market area, you could go to a... Uh, a um, uh, a, a person who, not a judge, but uh, you know, a, a arbitrator, and say, well, you know, I'd like to hire um, ten ten people to mean non-union. Uh, it's a violation of the contract, but here's the arduous position it puts me in. And you could say, you know, whatever whatever agreement we can come to, because I need those ten people. Yeah. Uh, and you say uh, the union people say, uh, no, you can't hire anyone because that's what our contract says. Well, you know, without these ten people, I can't do my job so we either shut the business down or I hire these 10 people you go to arbitrator arbitrator says well all right so pay the union you know five thousand dollars and you can hire five people yeah okay well then there's a compromise we all agree to it um, uh, the, the terms of the contract are still there but when you have a government enforcing it there's no ability to, to yeah, there's no ability to, to do that to, to come to a uh, an agreement like that yeah so, I- I think we just need to abolish any minimum wage because you yourself should know how much you're worth. You, I mean, companies know how, how and, much you're yeah, worth. And the and, job. And, like, and the internet. The yeah. internet is there. The what is it? Glassceiling.com yeah. has lists of like, this is what you should be making. Yeah. And you have the ability to report what you make um, anonymously to, um, to, to a website. Yeah. And it says, okay, for every, um, uh, uh, let, let, let's say, it's it's like server wages is done, and you just make whatever you make. Yeah, as a server and we get rid of tipping because we should. Please, let's get to tipping. Japan uh, does that, and it's good. Yeah. So, but you're gonna have a more expensive meal in the end, or or, or not because or not. you aren't really because you've you're figuring in tip into everything. Yeah. You're you're paying for that person's wage. Um. Uh, man, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, uh servers would make. Uh, X number 
I don't remember where I was going with it. I don't know. Abolishing minimum wage. Minimum wage, yes. Uh, oh, uh, you could report how much you make as a server to glass glassceiling.com. You could know. And like, then you oh. can go on there and say, oh, I'm looking at uh, server jobs. Let's see how much, uh, you know, yeah. um, uh, Tutti Frutti, the restaurant makes. Okay. Yeah. They make, four, on average, they make 14. So I'm going to ask for. Thirteen fifty, because I really need this job. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm. Or yeah, oh, I'm I don't, I don't have a ton of experience, so I ask for a little less. Or I have more experience, so I'm going to ask for a few dollars more, maybe have a little wiggle room in mm-hmm. there. Like, it's just, and companies can also decide, like, okay, this is a, like you were saying earlier, this is an entry level job. We only, we value it at ten dollars an hour. So you can go in there and be like, okay, well. You know, it's close to what I value myself at. You know, I don't have much experience, yeah. so I'll take this ten dollar an hour job and get experience, and that that way down the road I can ask for a higher paying job. Or hey, I'm I'm not I'm not a college student, so I'm able to give you uh, hours during the day. Uh, I won't uh, flake out every <coughs> summer uh, and and go back home. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm more reliable than a college student. What, whatever you can do yeah. to market yourself. You, you you can you can have that greater ability to, to yeah, do but so. won't companies start only offering <laughs> jobs for four dollars an hour maybe but, but guess but, what but guess if what? people don't yeah. take those jobs for four dollars an hour then they're forced to raise it themselves yeah well and 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 just they with, have no with our with our uh, price gouging supply and demand operates yeah. on labor just as much so if you if you're um, if you're a mining company and you're paying people four dollars an hour. Who is taking those jobs? Yeah. Not e- again. Unless there's not a even massive amounts of miners just bidding for those jobs, and it's like, well, we have a ton of people wanting to work these twenty mining jobs, so demand we can, is up. We then can, supply would be down. We can pay them less because they're gonna they're gonna take it as the only job they want. But or, or we want more people, and so we're we're taking on more people. Yeah. And so we're we're gonna diminish the the amount we're paying people. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you look at that for, uh, I think we talked about it maybe in our education. Th- this country, if, if you want a job, <coughs> if you want a guaranteed job, one that's not going away, um, getting into a trade skill is where the money is at. And They uh, need people right and, now, and, too. And, uh, again, I say if my daughters want to take up welding or w- whatever specific machine operation thing that has been in in use for 60, 80 years that yeah. doesn't look like it's going out, I am completely fine with it, but that's where the shortage is at. Electricians. So let, let's say you're coming from Florida, you're moving to Michigan, you've you've done lathe processing on on um, um, metal um, medical equipment uh, your entire life. You will find a job yeah. because you've got the experience. <coughs> and why? It's because there's not a ton of you there to, yeah. to fill that spot, and you're able to then utilize your experience not only there but even in other processes that might have similar breakdowns. And so you might even have have a management position or a higher up position, whatever creative position, where you might not even be doing the work that they hired you to do because you're a master person, but mm-hmm. you're training people underneath you to develop yeah. those skills. So they're hiring you to be a, a, an awesome trainer just by your yeah. expertise. So, th- and that's a different way to market yourself too. So, yep, I, I've been I've been out of the I've been out of the game for for, for ten they years. Just, I've been traveling the world. Keep pulling me yeah. back in. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a job with the mafia, <laughs> and now I just want to be a humble lathe operator. Uh, you can sell your different qualities of that. It doesn't have to be well. I can only do this one thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's why 
it's why older people thought they had to go back to school because um, it was that classical mindset of, well, you only get education in school. I don't know how to use a computer. Mm. But you can say, hey, I don't know how to use a computer job. I'm willing to, to go through uh, classes if you'll offset it with me yeah. and then um, bring me on. And then let's let's reevaluate in a year, two years, and let's see if I'm worth more than what I was. I'm here to put in the hard work. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, as, as a person who interviews a ton of people, half the time if people would just say, I'm here to work and, and really mean it, most of the people that I that I interact with who are who are looking for jobs are, yeah, I mean, I just heard about this job and you know it sounded sounded good and, and yeah. looks like a nice spot. Or or they <laughs> they say they can work first, second, or third shift, but then when you throw them <laughs> on third shift, they're yeah. like, I need to well, get on. First. I can't really hack it. <laughs> yeah. So I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and and again, there, there's there's a, uh, a a sight unseen of a uh, of a business owner who's who's taking a chance on on a, a piece of paper <coughs> on, a, on a job resume. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, you, you look good. You look good on paper. You uh, look good coming in. You dress professionally. You you talk a good game. And I, I, at the job that I'm at. Uh, there's a, a specific person that I know that was going to take over this big big facility and and a, a large por- portion of, of event processing and, and cash and um, a lot of people and when it came time for him to utilize those skills that he claimed he had uh, it it ended up not being the case so he got moved to uh, the boonies from for for all intents and purposes <laughs> and and uh, you you have someone there who if you would have put in a greater effort or or and and been honest as well mm. like if, if there are things that you are lacking in there are there are ways that that companies especially companies who don't have to maintain uh, uh, regulations that get in the way yeah. not for safety reasons or, or anything like like that because um, those things will be self-regulated by by the the market because hey I've I've heard twenty people die at your facility <laughs> guess where I don't want to go your facility yeah. yeah so it was it was different though back back you know it, uh, when when the industrial revolution happened because they, they were new processes uh, they were uh, you know the factory was such a new thing was, work safety wasn't an, a thing and mm-hmm. people were trading off work safety for the amount of pay that they were getting, yep. which at the time was astronomical and done not because of unions and not because of the government, but because uh, someone wanted to, needed um, needed labor more than they needed the money at the time, mm-hmm. which like Ford, uh, that documentary that, that I've watched on Ford, for, first person to pay uh, a, a, wa- a $5 an hour wage, which was astronomical that during was the time. a lot back then. So much. And... He needed workers, and that's how you attract workers: is by increasing pay or or incentives. Um, I and I I I really forget who it, who it is. I, I know I've heard it on Tom Woods' podcast, where uh, a researcher actually went out to third world countries and say, "Hey, uh, if if you were given the option of being paid more, or given uh, uh, paid vacation, or safer working conditions, or an air conditioning facility." Um, where would you rather the money go, uh, to to you or to the facility 
by by the business owner. What what would you choose? And it was something like ninety percent of recipients said that they would rather take the pay. Why? Because they need the pay more than they need to sit in a cool yeah. office space. Yeah, it may It'd be, be nice, nice. Yeah, it's nice. But to if sit you have a limited amount of resources, especially as a, a third world company, which you know, if 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 one in every two companies over here fails, mm-hmm. what, I mean, what what is a company over in a third world country? Yeah. So, um, you you have labor wanting pay that incentivization over. Any other incentive? Because air conditioning at your facility is not going to pay your rent. Yeah, <laughs> but Although, more money will. If if you're competing with labor and pay isn't the only attractor, maybe you throw in you know some industrial fans that keep yeah. people cool. And it's like, well, you know, I, I make the same as you, but over at uh, at um, Bill's sweatshop, yeah, uh, we, we don't, don't have to sweat, sweat as much. Anymore. Yeah, you know, it's nice and cool, and it. it so we really go work at Bill's sweatshop yeah. for the same amount of money. And we uh, <coughs> we don't have to sit in our own sweat. Yeah. So again, uh, the 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 free market uh, allows, with the understanding of the non-aggression principle, which you know libertarian uh, principles aren't this pie in the sky. Well, we'll get there someday uh, when we seize the means of production and yeah. we overthrow the proletariat <laughs> and we seize the capital goods of manufacturing and and uh, the 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 plate the plate of the the proletariat will break their chains and and rise up to a new level of you know uh, 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 utopia yeah uh, uh, non-aggression principle occurs every every day that we go to work it's it's part of every process that we have in life because for the majority people don't want to use violence for um, getting people what the, what they want e- even even in dictatorial countries fear only gets you so long and in, yeah. in in, in in mob type uh, establishments, you don't go and, and break people's legs. There's always the threat of breaking people's legs, mm-hmm. but you're never happy with that arrangement. No, I mean th- there's there's a necessity for you to to seek out the mob for whatever reason, for loan sharks or whatnot. Hmm. But the government is there because it is able to utilize force. Uh, it seems legitimately for them uh, to um, to 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 get a even a possible directed action out of out of its subjects yeah. uh, libertarian principles don't it, it's it's scary because there's no one in charge but there always seems to be an order for um, how things occur uh, John Stossel has a really good example of this is uh, you go to a skating rink an ice skating rink dangerous blades everywhere mm-hmm. ice children uh, old people holding hands it's it's complete anarchy but yet People are traveling around in the same direction. A few bumps here and there. People don't run over each other. You're not seeing limbs just sprayed out on there. You're not yeah. seeing people <laughs> blow through in their in their vehicles uh, yeah. th- through crowds, unless you're in France. Um, <laughs> but you have this this um, uh, you know uh, organized anarchy that that arises. Through... Skate park too. Yeah, like, you skate park. I mean, you don't have people just. I mean, you're the douchebag if you're in there dropping in <laughs> on other people's times. But you got people here. I want to try out these this area over here. So we'll wait our turns. This guy did it. I'll go. go. I'll do this. And there's no rules. There's no person just blowing a whistle. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, you yeah. go. Oh, go a little then slower. Yeah. yeah, slow down over there. Jump higher. Yeah. You know, it's just everyone kind of just naturally takes their turns. Mm-hmm. And then when you get the one bully in there that tries to overtake it, you know. People force them out. Yeah, then you have private property to say, "Up, oh, I'm banning yeah, you because you're, you're not 
following the the rules that we set in place. Yeah. You get to go to France. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so I think that's it for uh, this episode's episodes. If yeah. you've watched them back to back, it might even be more than that. But um, uh, so we, we've covered pretty much everything for free markets. Sadly, that's not the case. Sadly, no. this is like when when we were talking about planning this episode, we're like, what do we talk about? There's so there's so, there's so much. much, and that's a sad, sad factor. Yeah. But at the we same covered time, covered this this little pie of it. Again, on on a local level. This is where you have the greater impact when local governments establish um, uh, regulations. You have a greater impact uh, against them because they have to listen to a, a lar- by percentage. They have to listen to a larger percentage to them. Mm-hmm. When when you expand it out to a, a federal level, there you have three you know three hundred million listening to the ten million who are in public office. Yeah. But here you know you have uh, Alamo. You have uh, 3,000 people uh, that um, that five people have to listen to. And if they want to get elected again or, or um, stay in the positive light, then then uh, you have to do uh, what what's best for 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 that uh, population size. Um, it would be better if there was no government and you just, you know, owned your own yeah. property and were able to uh, exist peacefully uh, amongst that. people. But we're not there yet. You uh, drop so, it on the half pipe when it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because why would you go to that skate park if uh, if people were just being crazy? Plus, if yeah, if if you know if you drop it on the half pipe at the same time and you guys haven't planned this out, you might run into each other. And it's private property yeah. in in our in our world. Yeah, it's it's not a, a public, no. unwatched area. Oh, I know. I could be on my own half pipe in my own land that I own. Yeah. And I don't pay taxes on. <laughs> I legitimately own. I don't just lease. Yeah, unless you wanted to lease it. I could lease it then. I could lease it out to a farmer that isn't incentivized by all these subsidies and, and actually can just sell his product for what it's worth. Or consume it all if he wants or, yeah, to. Yeah, or eat it all himself. Right. Mm, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> uh, so uh, next episode, we're doing foreign policy. Very, very important. Um, probably, <coughs> other than the drug war, it's probably uh, the biggest... <coughs> Um, uh, drain on on uh, the moral psyche, the the definitely the economic uh, impact, the greatest economic impact. Um, it's uh, it's just on a moral level, probably one of the most important uh, topics uh, that no one is interested in either. No, um, and that's clear because again, you have a majority of the federal government supporting. Uh, the war w- with uh, Yemen, uh, it, it's uh, pretty much chomping on the bit to go to war with Iran. And just uh, every, every war has been a, a, a unanimous support of thunderous applause until it's no, no longer popular. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be covering that next episode. And then after that, we're going to be covering a few objections. Uh, we might even do a bonus episode because I know we were a little late with this one. And by the time we get it all edited and out, um, it'll be a little bit longer. But um, there, there's an interview that uh, someone is responding to. Um, uh, commonly libertarian principles um, that I found uh, that I think she makes wrong but interesting points that that might be uh, an interest for your philosophical minds. Um, So with that, uh, as always, uh, live radically and live free. And privatize it. That's right.